You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash Film School. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Following the stories of two death row inmates, the documentary Race to Execution explores the deep and disturbing link between race and the death penalty in America. With us today is Rachel Lyon, a professor at Queens College in New York City and the film's Emmy Award-winning director, and Jim Lopes, the film's co-producer and entertainment and media attorney. Rachel Lyon, Jim Lopes... Welcome to Film School. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. How are you doing today? Uh, it's a great day. It's, uh, this is exciting for us. This is oh. exciting after, after four years of working on this film to have wow. it uh, finally broadcast to everybody else. Congratulations. Now, tell us, how did you get involved in this project? Rachel and I have known each other for about 20 years. I was an executive at Universal Pictures, and she's just starting her film career. We worked together back then. We've maintained a friendship over all these years, and about four years ago, Rachel brought this project to me and, and talked to me, and it was pretty compelling. Yeah. I want to get involved in this, yeah. You're in favor of the death penalty. She's against it. Was there any conflict there at all that she recognized that right when she came well, to you? Let me clarify that. Okay. Like I know that the, the, the introduction to the film says I support the death penalty. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what, what I mean by that is you will not find me petitioning to end the death penalty, uh-huh. but you also will not find me like rallying to, to, to keep the death penalty. Okay. I feel that the death penalty is something that we have, and the real issue is the administration of the death penalty and the fairness in it. In a perfect system, there is room for death penalty because there are some crimes that are so horrific that maybe they justify the death penalty. But what this film does is raises issues about the administration of the death penalty. Is it so arbitrary? Is the system tainted? Is it so racist? Is it so biased that it's really so unfair that you end up with a system that possibly executes innocent people? And I think no, nobody's in favor of, innocent, you know, of executing innocent people. In the making of this, is, was that your perspective before? Before this film was made? Okay, this film has changed my perspective somewhat in that I did not realize how broken the system was. I'm an entertainment lawyer. I'm not a criminal lawyer. And in working on this this film, also in promoting this film, meeting with a lot of the experts and talking to them, I didn't realize the depth of the problems in the justice system. It's really disturbing. You know, I'm like most Americans. You you would like to think that the justice system is fair, but it's, it's not. We're speaking with Rachel Lyon and Jim Lopes of the film Race to Execution. Now, Rachel, this film was initially your idea? Yes, it was. Uh, I began working on the project almost four years ago, really inspired in many ways by my sister, who has tried 130 murder and death row cases and who had a client who she'd been defending for 15 years on death row who was innocent. And it looked like it was hopeful, and I began, based on that, to involve myself in murder and mayhem. Now, were you taking footage of this before you even realized you had a documentary going on? I mean, did you just run over with a camera, or did you have a proposal for a documentary uh, as soon as you started shooting? I knew I was going to do a doc. I didn't know how large it was going to become, and... Uh, how extensive. Tell us a little bit about that case uh, that your sister, who she was representing, and just the circumstances involved there. Madison Hobley was, uh, worked as a medical technician, uh, you know, on machines like x-rays and stuff like that. 
He awoke to a smoke alarm in 1987 in a bitter cold January night, tried to get his family out, caught a baby who was thrown from a window, could not get his family out, and seven people died in this extremely brutal fire. He was arrested and taken into custody later that day, basically because he survived and his family did not. So what happened from there is the Chicago police, in their imminent wisdom, tortured him to try to get a confession out of him, and he was tried by an attorney who had never tried a murder case before, had no experience, and he was convicted and sent to death row for a crime he didn't commit. This was never actually turned over by any court or by the prosecution. It was finally the governor of Illinois who pardoned, uh, exonerated four men in one day, Madison being one of them, put the 167 men on death row in Illinois to a commuted their sentence to life in prison without parole, which is a very tough sentence. Well, and he, he realized, too, that the uh, the system was broken there, uh, oh, yeah. that the death penalty and uh, race are connected. In fact, the, the statistics that, you're, uh, that you review in the documentary are just stunning. I mean, in some states, I think Texas is, a, there's a 30 times greater chance to, to be uh, executed if you're yeah, a black it, man. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you are black and are accused and convicted of killing a white in Texas, you're 30 times more likely uh, to die uh, than if you're a white person accused and convicted of of killing a black. Mike, you had asked me what got me interested in the film. Yes, when Rachel started resetting these statistics, and when she told me that the, the race of the victim impacted whether or not the death of the prosecutor shot the, de- the death penalty. That was astounding to me. There, they are stunning statistics, and, and you do a terrific job in this film of sort of walking us through. And there's another equation, and there's another part of this formula, which has to do with the makeup of the jury. Explain to us, uh, Rachel, a little bit about the, the makeup, the gender and racial makeup of juries and how it impacts death penalty okay. cases. Um, first of all, it was uh, during this time, as I was finding out all of these, sort of grim and gruesome statistics that I began to approach Jim and say, you know, do you know this? Are you aware? And he was very supportive of the idea and slowly but surely got a little bit more immersed as time went on and uh, brought uh, Charles Ogletree and Harvard to the film and, and a lot of other things. In terms of race of jury, that's really the cutting edge or breaking news research that's in the film. We didn't know before that the race and gender of jury would affect whether or not there was a death penalty. And a huge study has been done in the past couple years that uh, has brought out that if you have five or more white males on a jury, there's a 70% chance of a death penalty. If, if it's four or fewer, it's a 40% death sentence. Yeah. That means it's a gigantic difference. Yeah. If this is not a, a white stati- male majority. This is not a, st- a statistical anomaly. This is a demonstrable change in the outcome of these trials. Yeah, yeah it's gone over by hundreds and hundreds of jurors and murder cases. And having seen the film, it seems there are four crucial elements to crime and punishment in the country. Law enforcement or police, the media and public perception, economics, and the courts. Where does race factor in most dramatically in that equation? Well, let me start with economics. 
uh, one of the issues that we, we wrestled with here was uh, representation. It was an issue in both cases. Neither defendant had a lawyer who was skilled in criminal law. They, you know, they both were, were uh, convicted. But Rachel and I talked about this, and we decided this is an economic issue. Mm-hmm. A quality of counsel is an economic issue. If you are rich and black in America, you can buy an acquittal, not to mention any names. And uh, if you're poor and white in America, you're in the same position as someone who's poor and black in terms of uh, hiring counsel. Okay. That, the statistics of that bear that out, that if you're poor, you're much more likely to go to jail. Yes. If you're poor, if you're, uh, if you're poor and black, the statistics sort of double and triple and get worse. But, yeah, if your victim is white and you also have a low quality of counsel. So there's a lot of little, little factors. I would say that race in all four of the areas is the elephant in the living room, and that's why it's amazing. There's been 93 documentaries done about the death penalty, not one has focused on race, even though it's mentioned in every single film, even though it's mentioned in almost every Supreme Court case that has to be decided because it's so prevalent. It's only the full frontal subject in this film, Race Execution. It has only been the full frontal issue twice in the Supreme Court once in 1987, 20 years ago, and once, or actually twice in 2005, where cases were overturned finally on race of jury. Mm -hmm. And this is such a long discussion. We could go back to uh, 1972 Furman versus Georgia and the Supreme Court's decision that essentially said that the death penalty was cruel and unusual punishment and also that it was an equal protection violation of the the Constitution on equal protection clause. There are just so many ways we can go with this discussion. And speaking of other ways, Mike, the other case you followed in your documentary was that of Robert Tarver, a black man who was charged with murdering a white man, Hugh Kites. You interviewed his daughter, the white man's daughter, Cody Kites, for the film. Could you tell us about her? She is a lovely woman. Uh, She and Ethel Ponder, uh, Robert Tarver's aunt, are the same age. They grew up a couple miles away from each other. Ethel knows who Cody is, but Cody has no idea who Ethel is. Cody, to this day, believes that they got the right man, that it was a fair trial, a reasonable outcome, and that he should have been executed. These two women saw everything from the crime that happened to the execution in the chamber differently. They never saw the same thing going on. And that happens a lot in our country. Also, it happens a lot in our media. Our media is brutally implicated, which you were starting to ask a question about, a very smart question, in the issue of, of racial profiling. On the one hand, making these big, dark, black persons into bad guys. And on the other hand, showing things as better than they are. On CSI, you have black judges, you have black prosecutors, you have oh, integrated juries. Yeah. It's, not, it's not happening in real life. Do you, do you feel that, that Cody Kite felt that she got some justice out of this? She wanted that execution, yeah. and she got it. Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, you know, shall we say revenge is a dish best served cold. Yeah, yeah it reminded me of why we don't let family members serve on juries. I mean, there, there's so, there's so much emotional, emotional invested in in this in these situations that 
at least our jury system is is cognizant of that. I have just one more question on in making the documentary in general. Yeah. What what did you take away from it? What what did you learn out of this experience? And it doesn't necessarily have to be about the death penalty and race, but just in general making a documentary. Did you learn anything special about this from this experience? Jim, I I I'd like you to take that. Well, I, it's, uh, what I've taken away from this is that it's interesting um, perception. Uh, I've spent my whole life in the media, and I've worked with, I've worked in house in a lot of companies, and I represent a lot of media producers. And I think people have to take responsibility for the images they create. I think the news media has to, because I never, well, I shouldn't say never think about, but people need to think about the implication imp, implications of the images they create. Record producers who create videos with thugs in them, that sort of thing. Every time you create these negative stereotypes, you're 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 really tainting a jury pool, and it mm. can be compromising somebody's life. Yeah. I think that's an important message. It's like mm-hmm. the news media is driven by rating. The biased news that we see, it's, it's, it's amazing that nobody thinks of the, mm-hmm. the ramifications of what they're doing. And I think that's one of the things I bring, bring back from working on this film. It's, 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 it's very important. We need to step back and think about what we're doing on a daily basis. The documentary is Race to Execution. Jim Lopes, Rachel Lyon. Thank you for being on Film School. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much Absolutely. for a, a wonderful interview. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.